Whack Matters is brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial where you can test out Audible's awesome audiobook monthly subscription service. Make sure to go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our uh, freaking after the commercial break to episode one of do you want to date this elder bachelor i am your guys' host marcus and our first contestant or second contestant because after the commercial break is karsten karsten why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself well i mean can you really consider that last guy a contestant <laughs> freaking got him yeah that that hobo dangus am i right but karsten what are the ladies, what, if you had to describe yourself in three words to the ladies, oh, what would it be? A guy that's sweet, a guy that's tough. That's way more than three words. I'm not a feminist, but I like to pay for stuff. I'm the kind of guy that will get along with your friends without being attracted to any of them. A good boy, I can be a good boy, I can be a bad boy, I could be a good bad boy. I can be a half good, half bad. I'm trying to decide if I should continue that or not. No, so... Um, ladies and gentlemen, actually, and everybody listening, thank you for, uh, spending that time to tune in. See what I did there? Yeah. To episode eight of Tune In. We are continuing to go through... So we're not gonna find love for me? No, we're not finding love. Dang no, it. I tricked you. I tricked you. Carson... Bamboozled again. Carson wanted to quit. He's like, I'm out. And I was like, no, we'll do it. We'll do one where we get you a girl. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, no, we're just doing, we're just doing the regular show. He's like, dang, I should have known. You made me watch this TV show before we came to record. Weird. Um, I thought you were, like, teaching. I thought I was going to, like, learn through the Justice League how to get a girl. How to get a girl. I mean, maybe. There is a cool. Maybe lo- I just have to be Batman. There's a cool love story. Maybe. Have you tried? Be- have you considered being Batman? My parents aren't dead, but I can arrange something. I love you, mom and dad. Please don't take the please don't take that the wrong way. Listening to episode eight of TuneIn, we are going to talk about um, the uh, we're talking about version. The released versions, though, episode because again we talked about last week flopping the order. Yeah, they moved around some of the episode orders. So the released version, as far as like on DVD, um, episodes five and six. Yeah. And um, the first one we're going to be talking about is kid stuff. Yeah, and I can breathe this time, so I can like do the. You can breathe summary. this time, so you can do the yeah. whole summary and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Basically, and if not, I'll just start gasping for air, and you know to take over. Yes. <gasps> I'll be like, I'm like, hold on, Carson. I gotta, I gotta get through this before we can kind of solve your whole thing. Cool. So basically, this one starts out in like a creepy alien temple, magic ruins place, and these this floaty lady and her floaty bratty son are, like, floating into that temple in, like, a floaty way. I don't think I've said, I don't think I've said floaty enough. Um, but, yeah, they're in there, and there's magic stuff everywhere, and they find, they find this magic amulet that's being guarded by Cthulhu. And they, uh, the magic lady uses her magic to, like, open up the hand of this, of, of this statue. And the kid's just like, I want, I want to go take this amulet because... I'm a big kid now. I want to be king now. And I don't want to, I don't want to wait. And the mom's just like, no, you no, it's too powerful for you. It'd be a bad idea to go in and take it. But the kid's just like, ah, get away from me, hag. And runs up there, takes the amulet and is like, I'm, I am in control now. 
And I could probably be doing this a little more enthusiastically, but who cares? Yeah. So it's Morgan Le Fay and her son, who I like to call Poo-Poo-Poo-Poo Bratty Boy. Poo-Poo-Poo-Poo-Kachu. Yeah. <laughs> I call him a little Poo-Poo-Poo-Poo Bratty Boy. Essentially, they're from an episode of Justice League. They're, um, they're also show. from King Arthur. The, yes, but the show that precurses Justice League Unlimited and... Yeah. Um, she froze him. I don't know how much this follows the lore, general lore of King Arthur stuff. She froze him to be a kid Eternally. so that, yeah, he will not get old and die and she can make him be the greatest wizard of all time, essentially. Yeah. But he wants to grow up and be king. And so their agendas kind of don't mesh well together. Um, so this kid takes the, t- he takes the amulet and he decides that he's going to cast a spell to make it so that there will be no more adults. And he's just like, now everyone has to be a kid. And he erases all adults from history, sticks them all into this pocket dimension. And the scene, so like you're introduced to like kind of a wave that goes through and picks up all the adults and stuff. And there's a scene of like our main cast of heroes fighting um, a few kind of throwaway villains. So you get Wonder Woman, Batman, Green Lantern, and Superman fighting these villains. And stuff, and when they get thrown into this alternate dimension, they're next to the villains they just defeated. And let me tell you, Copperhead freaking out about it being Judgment Day and they got sent to the bad place is funny to me every that time. That was hilarious. Even as an adult, like, that's just legitimately funny. Mm-hmm. Like, Copperhead loses his crap. He's like, oh no. I knew I should have, I knew I shouldn't have fallen asleep in, in the pew. In the, in the bar, dang it. Grandma was right. <laughs> Which I don't know why we gave him an accent. Copperhead doesn't have one, but whatever. He can have whatever accent we want. He's a throwaway villain. Yeah. And then Morgan Le Fay essentially comes and is like, hey. Guess what? My son's a little brat. Can you go fix it? And, and like, we can't. We're adults. And she's like, I can fix that. She's like, not on my watch. And then turns freaking, them into kids. So and they that's get, where you get the kids stuff. So they get warped back in, back into the real world. So now the children, the Justice League kids have to go off and ruin ruin this little brat's playtime they got to put him in timeout and like they're and they take a little bit of liberties because like obviously if you're an adult and you know adult things and then you got put into like the body of a child you'd still be an adult (sighs) but that's not as much fun no so what they do is they They make them act like children more like kids yeah and it's super funny this episode is just charming as heck and, like, the character designs of them as kids is just, like, cute. It's good. Like, yeah. the kid Batman is, like, like it's cute. Wrapping himself in his cape and he's, yeah. like, slumped over. And, like, and like his neck's really long. Like, like, they're awkwardly proportioned because they're freaking, like, 12-year-olds. They're, like, young it's teenagers. so good. Yeah. It's so good. And, like, um, Wonder Woman and Batman, like, have an on again. Not an on again, off again. Like, a, there's a little bit of sexual tension, like... Batman won't try to date her, but they very clearly like each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she very clearly flirts with him in, like, little girl kid ways. And it's just so fun. FBI, open up! <laughs> it's just so fun. Like, uh, in, the first thing that happens when they appear as children is Wonder Woman looks around and she realizes she's taller than all of them. And she's like, I could get used to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Green Lantern needs glasses. Yeah. So he gets, like, little nerd glasses and they make fun of him. So he changes them to be a cool mask. Yeah. And Superman's like, oh, cool, that's, that's that's so cool, dude. Yeah, and then they all start running to go find Poopy Bratty Boy. 
and Batman can't fly, so everybody passes him, and he's like, hold on, it's not, it's it's not, not a race! It's not a race! <laughs> it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be even funnier if they still had their adult voices? <laughs> be pretty good. Freaking just Kevin Conroy. <sighs> Hello, I am a prepubescent 12-year-old child. Or, or I think it'd be even good if Kevin Conroy tried to do his best prepubescent 12-year-old child. Hi, guys! <laughs> Hello, fellow kids! Uh, so, they run, and they go, and then they get And because they're kids, they're super awkward, so they can't really effectively fight. So it takes an entire 30-minute episode for them to beat this bad guy. Which, if we're thinking, like, realistically, 30 minutes ain't that bad. And also... This kid is like magic powers where he changed reality and sent, he can, like he is very OP and they win because they trick him, of course. Blah, blah, blah. Are we going to like cover more of the episode before we get there, though? Yeah, but we're going to just mostly just talk about fun moments because yeah. the whole episode is they try to trick him. And then the kid starts like crying because she wants her mommy and this and this. But that's not, the, that's not the fun stuff. The fun stuff of the episode is watching our heroes be children. Yeah. Like this brings a scene- smile. It brings a smile to my face. There's a scene where um, Poopy Brady Boy's sleeping, and they go to steal the amulet from him, and like Wonder Woman's like, should I, I should go with Clark, right? And she's like, or I could go with Bruce, and she's very clearly trying to bait, bait Bruce and be like, no, come with me, or whatever, and he's like, yeah, you can do whatever. And she's yeah. like, so you want me to go with Clark? He's like, do what you want. And she's like, all right, it's settled. We'll go with Bruce. And it's just, like, really silly. You're like, oh, yeah. I get it because they're kids. They don't know how to do anything. And, like, um, freaking Green Lanterns, like, has a kid's imagination and stuff. So which he's is, making, like, giant like, robots and laser cannons with his ring and stuff like that. It's so fun. It's very mm-hmm. clear, like, what would a kid make? He's going to do that. And, like, they get into this whole thing and they run away. And the whole sequence, and he's like, oh, I'll make a lawnmower, and I'll chop him up. And, like, he's just saying buck wild stuff. <laughs> it's hilarious. And there's a part where Batman's like, shut up. Just do the thing. And he's like, for for real. And, like, he gets, like, super bummed out like a kid would. Like, yeah. somebody yelled at him. He's like, it's like I, and Batman kind of like, I'm sorry. Hold on. We're going to come up with a plan. We need you to distract him. Make whatever you want. And he makes a giant mech suit. Yeah. That he fight like, he tries to fight him in. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other good scenes. There's a scene where they fight a baby Etrigan, and he poops, and Batman makes the joke about how the people would always say, this is a job for Superman. Batman's like, that's a job for Superman. I'm out. Yeah, and Superman's left holding the baby. He's like, I don't know. What did what? It's just fun and silly and good. Yeah. Oh, and then when they, get, when they get turned back into adults, and Etrigan's just like, mama, to yeah. Wonder Woman. It's kind of quirky. Yeah, I think that's, like, where it falls short. But, like, like it, it ends kind I of... I tried to do a thing there. It didn't work. It ends sort of climactically, where Oof. they lose because the guy is, like, all-powerful magic, and they're like, but you're just a kid. Like, what makes you so much better than us? And he turns himself into, into an adult. And then gets banished. And then he gets banished, and then the because mom of the magic set in takes place. the amulet back and stuff, and everything gets fixed. And then, because he, he broke his aging thing yeah so because he, he turned him quickly because he turned himself into an adult he no longer is eternally a kid now but he, he still just lives forever lives forever but he so, ages so he ages like the hundreds of years he's supposed to age very quickly and like by the end of the i thought episode, that was a time skip 
Oh. It, I mean, like, it's like a little bit of a time skip, but, like, he's geriatric now. Like, he is, he is not a threat anymore. Yeah. And, like, that's... He's like basically just a slab of beef jerky sitting in a chair drooling everywhere. Yeah, like, that's not even an exaggeration. It's kind of gross to look at. He's a zombie now. This episode is, like... I thought it was a pretty good episode. If I was to introduce this ep- like this show to people, I'd probably use this one. Yeah. Especially under the guise of it's good for kids and adults. Because it's really silly. It's really fun. It's a one-off. So, like, it's not really story-driven, like, at all. As in, like, main plot stuff. But also, um... It's, like, actually, like, it's kid funny because, like, oh, look at these kids being silly. And, like, adult funny because, like, there's legitimately clever moments in there Mm -hmm. and stuff. It's, this is a very good, like, hey, let me try to pitch you on the idea of the show. Is, like, I would show people kid stuff. Kid stuff is phenomenal. One of my favorites. So far, it's been my favorite episode. What's the next one? The next episode is called This Little Piggy. So this episode starts out with... This episode, hold on, not to spoil it... Okay, but has... What did we say about Stealing Thunder, dude? We decided that you can do it to me so I can do it back. Oh, okay. Has one of the greatest moments I've ever seen on any television show. Cool. You done? I can't wait to get there. Go for it. Okay, so I should just prepare myself for you to just suddenly blurt out and spoil. I mean, not spoil, but just blurt out and interrupt me. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. I'll prepare myself now. So this episode... So, um... (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, for real. (laughs) Nah, I think you really want to cover this episode, dude. I don't remember how it starts. Okay. (laughs) So, Superman and Green Lantern are up on this roof. Wrong. But you don't remember how it starts, so I could just say anything I want. No, I remember that. Okay. It's Wonder Woman. Go for it, though. So Wonder Woman and Batman are sitting up on a roof, staking out over this nightclub. And Wonder Woman's just, like, trying to bait Bruce into, like... To showing emotion? and sh- Yeah, showing emotion. And wants, she's trying to get him to take her on a date or something. And she's just like, wouldn't it be fun to, like, go in that club? And Batman's just like, I go in there, like, once a week. And she's just like, no, but I mean, like as a civilian, with someone special. He's just like, no. I don't want to have any close relationships, because... And then he goes into the whole thing about uh, if a villain knows that you have someone close to you, and then that just becomes, like... A liability. Yeah. And she pulls the whole, I can protect myself thing. Which, I mean, in all actuality, she is more powerful than Bruce. Oh, yeah, easily. But, whatever. The Joker, so... Yeah. Then they, uh... Then this, so they're watching for this supposed group of thugs that's supposed to come in and steal these, steal these things from this from this club, and then they hear an alarm gets. They hear an alarm get set off, and so they go around to the side of the building, and there's this little petty criminal trying to break in, uh, the side door. So they they're just like halt in the name of the law. And then it turns out that it's actually one of the, one of the magical Greek god uh, goddesses. It's Cersei, and she's a magician. And in in lore, she was notorious for turning people into animals and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So she's just like, 
hey, I'm going to, she's like, Wonder Woman, I'm going to turn you into something that Bruce will never like. And then it cuts away because we're not allowed to know what she turns into yet. So, so theme song plays yeah. and then... Then Batman goes to Zatanna, did I say her name right? Okay, who's a good guy. Wizard. Wizard. Magician, who, she's, from Batman the Animated Series, there was like a little bit of a fling. Yeah. They dated a little. Yeah. So she's like, even though she's like, she uses her magic for like super stuff, she also uses it to do like magic shows and stuff like that to make money. And she's performing and she's, after the show, she goes backstage and Batman shows up and it's just like, hey, can you help me with this? Use your magic. And she's like, sure, what you need? He takes her out to her car and Wonder Woman has been turned into a little pig. But I mean, like, who doesn't love a pig? Like, of all the it's things, really cute. And of all the really things well you could have turned her into, I mean, turn her into a freaking echidna. She's not a pig. Pigs, pigs suck, are actually suck charming. Suck knuckles, got him. Well, I mean. Um, I don't know, maybe like, what's a really, un- a naked mole rat. That's, except those are kind of charming too. Yo, yo, listen up, have a holla from Ron. The naked mole rap is the name of the song. So here's a story. What North is a Florida not charming shopping. animal? A scorpion. A spider. Turn her into a no. Turn it. Turn her into a bat. Because then Bruce would be scared of her. <gasps> Slaps it. <laughs> Pulls out some bat spray from his utility belt. Is he a woman beater? If he beats. If he gets scared of a bat that Wonder Woman's been turned into, if a picture of your if a picture of your girlfriend falls off the wall and hits you in the face, are you in an abusive relationship? Maybe. I don't know. I gotta look up the rules for that. <laughs> it's <laughs> like that episode when I asked you to explain <laughs> cyberbullying to me. Okay, but like, if a picture. Okay, so then if a picture of you falls off the wall and hits your girlfriend in the face, is that an abusive relationship? No. Okay. If you punch a picture of your girlfriend, is that abusive? Because it's got the intent. I don't think so. I think, like, I'm not a crazy person. I can differentiate between hitting a picture of somebody. But you specifically chose a picture of her. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm not saying it's abuse. So, uh, Batman and Wonder Woman, uh, well, Wonder Pig, are in the car, and uh, Zatanna is just like, okay, let's let's see what we can do. Ooh, hot. Um, Marcus just stripped down. <laughs> it was beautiful. Okay. I took off my sweatshirt, Karsten. Let's keep it. But I saw everything above the belt. You're the worst person I maybe have ever met. Let's keep going. Hey, I'm a I'm a very charming hot man. Child. So then Wonder Woman and Batman and Zatanna are in are in the uh, are like backstage and Zatanna performs this magical spell to try and turn her back into a to turn Wonder Woman back into a, a woman. And oh no, her powers aren't strong enough. It's not strong enough. We need to get stronger. So they go to like a magic shop. And then they Wonder Pig to... runs away because pigs are stupid. And then they uh, they get Animal Man to come help, like look for this pig. Yeah, and Animal and they Man's also... hilarious because he's kind of pervy. And, but like more importantly, his actual power—most people don't know this—is um he can 
combine animals and like ride them like he can't talk to animals yeah but like he can also combine them and ride them into battle and stuff so he could be like all right i'm gonna combine this pig and this barracuda together and now Bar-a-piga. we're gonna pig now we're that cuda or is that or is that a big um and i'm gonna ride it into battle and fight my enemies it's really silly like but fun he doesn't do that in this episode he just talks to animals but like combines a pig and a bat yeah, that'd be funny. But essentially what happens is they enter, they get a bunch of randos from the Justice League to help like look for Wonder Woman. Like Elongated Man and Red... Uh, is it Red Tornado or Crimson Tornado? Red, Red Tornado, but I think the Crimson Avenger also is looking at... Like, I think he's in one of the pictures. Yeah. It's like, whatever. It's just... It's really neat. It's, it's fun. It's a fun little joke thrown in there. And it's like, Red Tornado's just like, in his robot voice, just like going... Suey. 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 That's pretty good. It's a neat little neat little scene. Um So then Animal Man finds Wonder Pig and starts chasing her down. And then she runs through a fence and he hops the fence and is like, Okay, Bruce, one second. She's right on the other side of this fence. I'll have her to you in just a second. He jumps over the fence and it leads to the yard of a pig slaughterhouse. So now he's gotta search through all of the pigs to find to find Diana. In the meantime, Batman and Zatenna are looking... They go down to the River Styx so that they can get Medusa's help because Medusa's a snitch. And, and she shared a cell with Cersei. Yeah. So they find out that... Um, so they find out that Cersei actually is a... She likes performing because she, she just... Really, she just wants to be loved and adored when you get down to and it. And then there's a very good scene also where Cersei is performing a song about... Um, is it Lucy's back in town? Lulu. Lulu's back in town. They wanted to change the words to Cersei's back in town, but Warner Brothers only owned so many songs, and they, copyright reasons, could not change the the words, and they were really bummed about that. The writers talked about it, but there's, like, a really just fun scene where she does a musical number in the episode, and it's like, this is fun mm-hmm. and weird. Yeah, it was kind of odd. I thought, I think it's fun. Well, yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't... It is weird. It being weird doesn't detract from it being fun. It's just... Out. It just is weird. They do a full song in the... Yeah. This cartoon? Takes up one-tenth of the episode. Kind of, yeah. Actually, yeah. Weird. Songs are about three minutes. The episode's about 30 minutes. One-tenth of the episode wasted on a musical bit. Not wasted. Used up on a musical there bit. There you go. I love it. It's, yeah. So now they go and they find... And they, they, they track her down and find her and start throwing stuff at her, like tables and chairs and a piano. And while that's going on, Wonder Woman gets corralled in to try to get... And she ends up on the assembly the line. We're about to get some sweet, sweet bacon, boys. And some then wonder bacon. They realize they can't beat Cersei and they ask her, "Is what do they have to do to get her to turn him back? And she goes, well, I want something that once you give it to me, you can never not. You can and, never take it back. Yeah, and then it cuts. It cuts to Batman singing a song, and Kevin Conroy sings the song. And it's so funny seeing Batman just stand there up on stage singing this song. And it's like a sad song. He's like, Am it's like I a blue? love. It's like a love song, a sad love song. Am I blue? Are these tears in my eyes? telling you like it's just so like the idea of batman being on stage and singing a song and doing something so out of character 
but like he did it because he wants to save Diana. Yeah, it was great. Is so good. Hey, and I'd like, do that for a woman. And th- there's a scene where um, uh, Cersei's like, all right, he can stop now. And Zatanna's like, heck no. No, but she's like, I'm Not one of in the your few- life. Yeah, she's like, I'm one of, the- essentially, like, I'm one of the few people in the entire planet who's going to see Batman sing a song ever. He's going to finish the song. Yeah. And so then like, he gets a standing ovation. At the yeah, end. everybody's really happy. And like, um, he's like, yeah, one time the penguin was threatening a singer. So I was on stakeout outside of this nightclub for like three months, and I've heard that song over like a hundred times. Yeah. And then they go and they save Diana. Well, we like don't they get go, any bacon well, today, boys. Yeah, Diana turns back into a human, so she's fine, or an Amazonian, so she's fine. And then she's talking to Bruce, and she's like, "So did anything else interesting happen?" And Bruce's like, "Not really." And then she starts humming the song he was singing, like, "Oh, Zatanna told her." She walks away. And Bruce is just like, Argh! no, actually, he smiles. Yeah, and I think like seeing Batman smile is so wonderful. When it like when it's earned, just kidding, it feels out of place. When it's earned, I think it's neat. It's neat, but it feels out of place because he's Batman. Batman's not supposed to smile. I think he should sometimes. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's not his character. Like, I think everyone should be happy. No, like I'm no, I'm saying like I think sometimes for story's sake and well written sake, if. If there's an earned smile of Batman, I think it works and it's good. Well, yeah. I think if he doesn't ever smile, it's sometimes bad. So, like, the idea that he very clearly wants to date Diana, and then, like, there's this moment where he gets, like, a little, like, almost embarrassed, but he's also like, I did do the thing to save you, and he's Mm -hmm. like, I saved you, and it was kind of silly, like, I think that's earned. Like, he should smile there. But, like, I can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this episode's really good. It was a good episode. I really like this show. For some reason, I'm I'm thinking there's like an episode very of like the original Wonder Woman TV show that's very similar plotline where she gets turned into a pig, and then almost get almost gets slaughtered, and like last second like breaks free, or maybe this was one of the episodes that I saw back when I was a kid, back before my parents cut cable. Who knows? That's I don't know where it's familiar. It's really good episode. I'd kill for some pizza right now. Kind of off topic, but whatever. Let's go. Let's, let's finish this. Let's fight. <laughs> like, let's, let's go. Let's fight. Like, what do you... Um, let's fight. Whoever wins gets that pizza that was left on your counter. Yeah. No. You can have it. I don't want that. Um, thank you for listening to our show. Um, please. Um, it would mean a lot to us if you are a parent, if you're a kid. Either or. Pitch the idea to uh, your family about, like, let's let's watch this show. Let's get together. And and watch these things and experience this as a family because it is all ages and that's the point of this is to bring families together and to bring adults around to the idea of watching these children's shows. And uh, obviously we're spoiling things, so if you think we're fun and charismatic, listen to us after you watch the episodes with your family. Yeah. Um, if you listen to this and you're just a really big fan, you think, uh, what we're doing is a good thing and you'd like to support us in any way, you can go to Whack Matters. There's a merch link. You can click on that. And we have Whack Matters t-shirts up there. They're really cool. They have just the Whack Matters logo and they're, uh, gray or black. They are really comfortable too. You don't have one. They don't know that. I know that. And they can tell if you're not being honest. And there's a, there's a donate button if you just kind of want to kick some money our way. But also, if you don't have any money and you would still like to kind of support us in some way, um, tell your friends to listen to uh, the shows from the site. 
um, take the time to like and subscribe. It does mean a lot on YouTube and uh, Facebook and things. And if you uh, are catching this on your podcast catcher and in your RSS feeds, if you happen to have a rating system, um, especially on iTunes, if you're getting this through your Apple device, um, that's the best way to kind of help us out. Like sponsors and things look at star reviews yeah. for podcasts. So the the best way to help us get kind of deals and things like that would be to, to give us that five-star rating. If you don't want to give us a five-star rating, then don't waste your freaking time rating us because it's just a waste of time if you're not trying to help us, you know? You jerks. Gosh. Freaking. We don't need you people anyway. But for real, though, if you have the time and could do any of those things, it would mean the world to us. Um, so thank you for listening again. Episode 8 of Tune In, and I uh, want you all to remember to tune, tune in, in next, next time. Dang it. Thanks for listening to the podcast that we produce here at WagMatters.com. Just in case you didn't know, we have a lot of different shows running right now. There's Life's What You Rate It, where me and my brother Mark rate everything on a scale from 1 to 10 that exists in the entire universe. Tune In, where Marcus and his friend Karsten talk about cartoons and their value for people of all ages. Of course, Whack Tracks, where me and a bunch of friends make commentary tracks for whatever shows or movies we might be into at the time. And our newest show on the network, The Music Matters, where my friend Trevor creates a discussion around all the matters relating to music. If you'd like to support the content we make here at WackMatters.com, please go to WackMatters.StoreMV.com and check out our merchandise section. We sell t-shirts right now, and there's more merchandise to come. Even if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, there is a donate button at WackMatters.com that you can use to support the content that we already make and to help fund creative ideas for the future. Additionally, this podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with Audible.com where you get to listen to a free audiobook of your choosing and can continue subscribing for an awesome audiobook content subscription. Remember, that's audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. We love you all and hope you will continue checking out the content we make here at whackmatters.com. Have a great day.